Coming up, a conversation with the late, great Adam West. The reason I signed on, because we could do wonderful things for the kids as they were growing up and bring them these homilies and ethical things, or differences between right and wrong, and at the same time exaggerate, be absurd and and clownish or whatever, and uh, satirize things, and make it fun for the adults. Getting behind the wheel of the Batmobile was like driving a broken down old 37 Ford wheat truck. They do their thing, they have the dark night, we did ours, and I'm the bright night. Welcome to the House of Kraus. I'm Richard Kraus. It's a sad day around here today. Adam West has passed away at age 88. You may know him as the mayor of Quahog on Family Guy, but for many of us, he will always be famous for one character. Batman's come and go. For a time, Michael Keaton wore the cape suit. Then in rapid succession, Val Kilmer and George Clooney donned the cowl. In recent years, Christian Bale and Ben Affleck have been fitted for the bat suit. But of all the actors who have played the Dark Knight, one stands head and shoulders above the rest in our imaginations. For two and a half heady years and 120 episodes from 1966 to 1968, Adam West was Batman on the most popular show on television. This interview dates from 2010. I had the chance to speak with him about a number of things. We talked about Family Guy, of course. We talked about Batman. We talked about driving the Batmobile, all the stuff that any fanboy would ask. But I found him funny, warm, engaging. He had probably answered most of these questions hundreds of times before. I don't think there's a great deal new in this interview, but he was gracious with me and I really enjoyed talking to him. And just listen to that voice. You can't hear that voice without thinking of Batman, without thinking of that series that for me was one of my favorite shows on television. Although I saw it in reruns, I guess a little bit later on. It has virtually never gone off television. And for many of us, Adam West will always be synonymous with Batman. Hello. Hello, Mr. West. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'll call him. <laughs> yes. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's Richard Krause calling from Toronto. Yes, of course it is. How are you, Richard? I'm very well, thanks. How are you doing today? Doing pretty well. I'm trying to shake a cold, but I guess I sound okay. You do, absolutely. And that, uh, I thought Jerry Lewis had picked up the phone. Of course. Just then. <laughs> <laughs> He'd given me a picture, and I just looked at it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I have a daughter who's going through some old pictures, and there was a picture of Jerry Lewis. I couldn't resist it. That's funny. Do you remember when it was taken? Or like it's a picture of you two together? Yeah, probably 40 years ago. Really? Yeah. Yep. Because I look like a mere boy. <laughs> Does looking at that kind of thing uh, make you nostalgic at all, or do, I don't know, I, Richard. I don't know what it makes me. Yeah, I, I'm trying to stop crying, but it, <laughs> it, it. I get a little, I guess, nostalgic in that I think, gee, that was fun. Right. Yeah, and the trick is. I don't know. Are we on the air or something? Uh, we, we well, we will be. We're being taped right now, but yeah. Oh well. You can say whatever you like. Okay. 
<laughs> no, the trick is to make it fun. Right. And I think I have a little um, ability to do that. Right. How did you make it fun when you were doing the Batman series? I was just reading it. I didn't realize the numbers were this high. You did 120 episodes Correct. in three years. So you just didn't ever stop working. Well, you know your stuff. We never stopped. It was, and I know a lot of TV series people complain about hours and pressure, but we had them. We, we worked 15, 16 hours a day, and, uh, you know, we were on twice a week. Yeah. So you really had to run. And then, there, you know, the restrictions of costume and so on. And it wasn't easy. But I had to find ways to make it fun and funny. Because if you're playing a character that, uh, with whom you're trying to bring the laughs to the adults and yet make it believable for kids, it's kind of a tight wire. Well, it is, and I think that was, for me, the beauty of looking back at the show many years later, uh -huh. is remembering when I used to watch it as a kid, what I would take away from it, and then as an adult, 20 years later, watching these shows again and thinking, wow, that is a much different show than I ever thought well, it was. Yes, and thank you, and that's what we intended to do. Right. And the reason I signed on, because we could do wonderful things for the kids, as they were growing up and bring them these homilies and ethical things or differences between right and wrong mm -hmm. and at the same time exaggerate, be absurd and, and clownish or whatever and uh, satirize things and make it fun for the adults. But you never let the dignity of the character go, though. Can't and, do that. And that was the difference. Yeah, so what, why is it so important to maintain that? Because as an outsider, as someone who's not an actor, I would think, well, if you act like a buffoon, you'll get a couple of more laughs. Well, yes. But you see, when I act like a buffoon, or seemingly do, and I guess it's my own trick or talent or outlook about it, oh, how can I say this? That, that is the tight wire. Right. For, for example, you remember Cary Grant in all those wonderful movies? Mm -hmm. Cary Grant could do a pratfall or do something really stupid or funny or fall over a croquet mallet and slide down a, a hill into a pond and, and still look like he was trying to preserve his dignity. Right. And to me, that's the key. You must always look like you're trying to be dignified or preserve your dignity regardless of the situation. <laughs> so I, I guess that's, if you look back on it, do you think that's the sort of main thing that you brought to the character? Or mm -hmm. what would you say is the main thing? Well, my legs. <laughs> that's it. I don't know. I just can't look at it that seriously. Right except putting it together. And um, I guess I love to play the absurd. For example, Family Guy. Yeah. Really theater of the absurd. Is there any time, the, the Family Guy shows, I love them. It, but sometimes, even as a viewer, I think to myself, I cannot believe I just heard that on television. I feel the same way. <laughs> as a viewer, I'm shocked. And yet I do it, yeah. but I don't do all of that stuff. I just do the crazy mayor we. <laughs> 
it's quite a show. I mean, I, I, you know, and, and I love, uh, again, uh, that show is something that I think, again, that, that people who are a little younger, because I don't think really young kids are watching it, but, uh, but you know, people who are little, maybe teenagers are going to get something different from it again later if they watch it when it's in reruns, and it will still be in reruns in 20 years from now, yes. much like the original Batman shows. You know, when people come to see me at these Comic-Cons, and I do maybe seven, eight a year, I just finished uh, in Chicago, and I get an enormous audience, and they all come up, and they love Batman, they love Family Guy, and curiously enough, the Fairly Odd Parents, and now I have a new uh, animated show for Disney, Uh, and I'm just a lucky guy. Yeah, yeah. Did you, you know, when when Family Guy uh, came back into your life, I guess when you started in in 2000 uh, with it, did you think that you would ever be part of a show that is that huge again? Because the Batman thing was such a, I could only describe it probably as a juggernaut. I mean, it must have come out of nowhere, become so huge. Uh, did you think that you would be a part of something like that again? Because most actors get one shot at something like that, I think. Right. Uh, no, I never did. I, I sensed something, though. Yeah. That people were responding right. in the right way. And in a way that uh, really pleased me. Right. And I, but I never thought about you know how big it would get or how long it would last. I didn't have time. <laughs> I just did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to go back to Batman, because uh, you're coming to Toronto. I'm calling from Toronto, so you're coming here to screen the movie. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it's kind of that, I mean, which is very exciting for everyone. Let's talk about the, the movie a little bit, because um, the, the film was made uh, while the television show was still on the air. Right. So when did you find time to make a motion picture? Because presumably you were still doing the television show as well at the same time, no? Yeah, but we didn't find time. No. <laughs> we were just forced to do it. It was like another universe. It, yeah. um we had 30 days to make that. Wow. And, uh, again, it was just running. But I wanted to do it because they gave me a chance to play Bruce Wayne more right. and get out of the, the costume. Right. So it was easier for me, and I could play the other character as well. Well, I'm told that the suit was really uncomfortable. It was. Yeah? In, um, in, in what way? Well, it was a time when they didn't have the materials that they have today. Right. And it, it was just plain hot and itchy. That's all. <laughs> and you would have spent a lot of 15 hours a day in the thing. And I kept fainting. It was embarrassing. Right. Now, Oswald, I have to ask you, what, because for me, as a, as a kid watching the show, mm-hmm. uh, it was all about the Batmobile. I loved the Batmobile. Oh, yeah. And yes. you got to drive what was the coolest car on the planet. It to, looked great on film. It, yeah, it looked great on film. I guess by the tone, though, I can maybe sense that it wasn't that easy to drive or it wasn't that great in person. Well, when I was very young, I was a truck driver. Right. And I started when I was about 12 in the fields. And then later on in life, I became a, a race car driver. Right. And then I, and getting behind the wheel of the Batmobile was like driving a broken down old 37 Ford <laughs> wheat truck. <laughs> I got to be honest, but you know what? I didn't mind because it was so tricky and fun and funny and perfect on film. Right. And the kids loved it. 
Yeah, no, it really was. I mean, that that show, I remember seeing the car for the first time, and, and of course, I'd never seen anything like it before. It's the most famous car in the world, yeah. and everybody today that I meet still prefers that car to any other. Right, right. How do you feel about the, the new films? I don't feel. No. I really have no feeling, because they're good for what they are. I mean, there are too many explosions and bloodshed and all that for me. Right. But... That they're made with such talent, such expertise, and money, production values, and all of the uh, computer-enhanced stuff. But uh, I can't be a critic. Um, they do their thing. They have the dark night. We did ours, and I'm the bright night. <laughs> or the neon night. I don't know. I like neon night very much. I like that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Well, you write scripts now. You're, you you actually write screenplays and things. Perhaps there's a neon night screenplay in your future. You know what? If, yes, why don't we do that? <laughs> Let's, we'll bring that to life. The neon night. Not a bad character idea. Not bad at all. You know what they're talking about now is an animated version with me playing the gray ghost again. Oh. Which is kind of a neat idea. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do voice, more voiceovers. They're enjoyable. Well, the, yeah. What do you, uh, the voiceover thing to me seems odd. And again, it's because I've never done it. But you're not working with other actors mostly, right? You're in a room. Mostly. Sometimes you are. Right. But usually, when I go in for Family Guy, for example, uh, it's just Seth and myself and you know the the, the crew. Right. And is it, isn't that an, an odd way of working, though? It is an, not really odd because I, I want to be alone. <laughs> You're a solitary man. Yes, yeah. I am. Nobody wants to be with me. It's, it's good because no makeup, no costuming, none of right. the nonsense, none of the ego baloney. Right. So you go in and just do your thing, but you better know what you're doing. Right. That's the difference. Voiceovers are much more difficult and, and such an uh, an art that people don't understand. They don't. I, I don't think they. I don't think they understand the the work and the sort of art, artistry that goes into them. Everybody wants to do voiceovers because they think it's easy and it's a lot of money. Right. But like most things in life, like what you do or what some of your listeners do, it's not that easy. Absolutely. Uh, now, if we look back at uh, all the Batman shows, the 120 shows, and we'll include the movie here, is there a defining, most memorable Batman moment for you? Well, I said this before. Um, there are several wonderful moments, like a defining moment of the character might be when he sat at the disco bar and they slipped him a drug or a Mickey in his orange juice. Yep. So with great abandonment, he stood up and he created the Batusi. <laughs> <laughs> that moment to me kind of summed up everything that it was, uh, that it could be really funny, absurd, fun, and yet serious, and the kids would really take it seriously. The other defining moment probably was when I first put on the costume for real and was about to leave my trailer on the stage and walk out in front of the crew and the press, everyone there, into the light. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, Lord, is everyone, are they going to laugh or what's going to happen here? 
while I walked across the stage as dignified as I could, as much like Batman might, there wasn't a sound. People stood there in awe. And I thought, yes, this will work. Yeah. And why do you think it works? Because Batman has, I mean, we've seen him, your Batman was not the first Batman, probably the most popular Batman of its time, but there had been some serials in the 40s, then you yeah. came along, and it's been, you know, Tim Burtonized, and then, you know, Christopher Nolan has him. What is it about the character? I don't know. I think it's the fact that he, he is a human. Right. He's an earthling who simply um, is on what might be considered almost a psychotic quest um, that he had a terrible tragedy and as a result he trained himself to do something specific and that is get rid of evil. Right. And we read it growing up. So Batman brings an awful lot of baggage with it. I think so too. I mean, I think that is something you know. As I look back, when I when I think of when I watched the show, of course, I don't just think of the show. Quite honestly, I think of what I was doing in the show. I think of you know my mother making dinner while the show was on, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's uh, part of the appeal of all that. Isn't that fun? Yeah. yeah. Because you know, when people come to see me at these comic cons, and they do show up, it's I am so grateful when they tell me what you just did. Right. They come up and tell me all kinds of stories about what they remember associated with it and what it did to their lives or for them. That's wonderful. How many actors get a chance to hear that? Well, very few, I would imagine. And I, and I think that, you know, it, it's the thing that takes the show from being a, a fun show that we all liked to being a show that is iconic. I think they were amazingly talented, wonderful people who created this thing for me, and uh, I owe them a lot. Well, I, and I know we're almost out of time, but I just uh, wanted to ask you quickly, uh, when you were working with people like Vincent Price, and mm -hmm. just, I mean, you must have gone on the set every day and just said, this, uh, today's going to be a good day. You know, I get to work with Vincent Price today, and it's going to be exciting. And, I mean, I know you're putting in long hours, but I can't imagine how exciting it must have been. You it just said it right. You nailed it. Yeah. It was it was a little intimidating and a little nervous-making. Yeah. But after you get past that point, it was wondrous. And I learned a lot. Absolutely. I mean, I think it would, it would almost be like going to, to acting school in some way. Right. Yeah. I taught him everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for uh, taking a few minutes to chat with me today. Well, thank you, sir. You made it really fun. Oh, good. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You take care. You too. Bye now. To the Batmobile. Let's go.